you show up in my rearview mirror. You know, I'm not Lizzie. I'm Hilary Duff. The bop that is Wake Up. One of my favorite visual parts in really any of her videos. The height of her music career, for sure. Hey, Team Duff, it's Wit. Thanks so much for listening to Duff Enough, the ultimate Hillary Duff fan podcast. This show is a celebration of the life and career of actress, singer, mother, and all-around icon, Hillary Duff. And welcoming back to the show right now, Brandon Penny. Welcome back to Duff Enough. Hello. Thank you so much for having me again. Of course. And we had a lot of fun last time talking about Agent Cody Banks, but I know you are really excited about this episode. So excited. I've been I've been studying up and just trying to uh, refresh my memory, really. So as I say that, I, I, I think a lot about, you know, people think of, Hillary songs is like throwbacks and nostalgia. But when you listen to that stuff on a daily basis, it's just routine. It's just, it's not the past anymore. It's very much present. I know. And I have listened to her music, obviously, throughout the years. And one thing I was thinking about was like, this is, you know, we're going to be talking about, uh, first, we're going to be talking about her self-titled album, Hillary Duff. But, or I was thinking this was the album I go back to the least. But then again, I was like, you know, I listen to this quite a bit. It's it's definitely got some some gems hidden in there. Yeah, and I and I also thought about like maybe this isn't the most remembered album, or maybe this isn't even my favorite. But again, I was like, nope, I listen to this a lot, and it has some of my favorite Hillary Duff songs on it. So yeah. I'm excited to dive in. How about you? Oh, I'm so ready. Let's go. Yes. Okay. And then after that, we're actually going to talk about Most Wanted, which I know it's like, whoa, two albums, <laughs> one episode. But you know, that was, you know, a compilation album and there's only like three new songs. So yes. we'll, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yes, let's do it. Sparks are about to fly. It's time for Duff Discography. Starting with Hillary Duff. So this album was released on September 28th, 2004, Hillary's 17th birthday. What do you remember about this album coming out? So a couple things. Um, first of all, sec- 17 is my lucky number. So this had a lot of just a lot of special value to me uh, because it had 17 songs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, 17th birthday. I'm such a I'm a designer. So as, as a visual person, I love just, you know, seeing the album artwork and like the CD artwork and just, you know, holding the CD in your hands. Um, I'm pretty sure I, you know, drove to the nearest Walmart to pick it up and was like, got it. And, you know, just like listening through everything just once and then going back to your favorite songs. Yeah. Well, I definitely went to Walmart. My parents took me and I don't know, you wouldn't know this yet, but on the Metamorphosis podcast, I talk about how my parents' car got broken into, and they stole my Metamorphosis CD. So Are you what, kidding me? I'm not. I know. Oh. Like, traumatic. That right? just goes to show what an album that was, for sure. Yes. But anyway, so that happened right before this album came out, Hillary Duff. So whenever we went to Walmart to buy this self-titled record, we also bought a new copy of Metamorphosis because, you know, I was super upset when that happened. My parents were like, oh, we'll get you a new one, you know. Yeah. But 
it just happened to be that we didn't get it until we bought Hillary Duff. And I remember feeling like such a bad fan. Like I felt so just embarrassed to, to go be buying both the albums because I was like, I do not look like a hardcore fan right now. Why am I buying Metamorphosis? I should already have this. So anyway, that's just funny to me. Oh my gosh, that, that's, a, that's a great story. Yeah, yeah. But Hillary Duff, she had described it as more of a rock album. Like every all the interviews that were coming out that time, she's like, it's more rock. It's more rock. And it really is. Like it's more of a rock pop album for sure compared to Metamorphosis. Definitely. It's visually and um, it's just very grungy. Yeah. Well, and you were talking about the album artwork and like it's a much edgier look. Yes. And I remember thinking, like, seeing it, I was like, why does Hillary look messy? Like, why didn't she brush her hair? Like, Right. <laughs> but I love the photos on uh, on the album when you open it up and everything like that. Iconic. I particularly love the one where she's kind of, like, smiling at the camera because she has a lot of serious looks for this one. And um, I like that one a lot, for sure. Yes. I like how they're, they're definitely all in the same family. You know, you can tell it's the same shoot. We just got some costume changes and a little switch up of the hair or something. Yeah. So a lot of black and then the artwork is kind of a black and pink. And on the back, you have the cursive song titles. And so... Yeah, the the pink and the, the black and just like all the cross diagonals. And um, I mean, yeah, just edgy. So this album was another big hit for Hillary. She had come off the number one success of Metamorphosis, Platinum, three times Platinum. This record went Platinum as well. It debuted at number two, and that's as high as it peaked on the Billboard 200. Still really good. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't say that this is, you know, her biggest music success for sure. Right. But again, you know, like I was saying, like, I still remember these songs and I listen to this album all the time. And there are songs on it that are super iconic for her discography. So, yes, some of these I don't quite, they don't jump out at me as like, oh, that's on the Hillary Duff album. But altogether, uh, quite a cohesive sound. A little more about the history here. So, the creative team from Metamorphosis, some of them returned. You had Charlie McKnight, who he'd worked with Hillary even back on Santa Claus Lane. You had John Shanks, Cara Diaguardi. They had done like Come Clean. So, you had that that group back here. And then, of course, Andre Recchi, still her music manager. This was under Hollywood Records, right? Yes. Yes, this was released with Hollywood Records, and they were betting big on Hillary, of course, after yeah. the success of metamorphosis so yeah i think i mentioned that it it was certified platinum um that's awesome but only one single on this album and fans bring that up a lot i feel like it's just that well for one thing the song the getaway is like a fan favorite and we'll talk about the song a little bit more but a lot of people wanted that to be a single and i was reading on wikipedia that there was like a a fan well, there was like a campaign that the fans did to try to get a second single from this album. And Hollywood Records just decided to kind of stop promotion after album sales kind of dropped. And then they were going to push her next album, which, of course, wound up being Most Wanted. And that album did really well. But so Fly was the first single. It's the first song on the album. This is a Cara Diaguardi, John Shanks song. And it's an inspirational song for sure. Oh, yeah. It's about opening up and showing who you are, forgetting about what's holding you back. And so I had never really thought about this, but it's like it could potentially be like a song that inspires someone to like come out or something. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) 
I was remembering um, in middle school listening to this, and at the end of the school year, we always had, you know, spring fling where people got to sign up to, you know, perform a song or whatever in front of the whole school, right? Mm -hmm. And although I never went through with it, I practiced fly in my bathroom for hours, and I just wanted to go out there and sing that to all my middle school friends so badly because it just like man it's just such an inspirational song and yeah it just it you know it just made me feel at home in who I am yeah well I have a great story for you coming up then that's kind of on the same lines so get ready for that but no but I love fly and I'll just kind of read through kind of the the lyrics of the chorus here and so it's Fly, open up the part of you that wants to hide away. You can shine, forget about the reasons why you can't in life, and start to try, because it's your time, time to fly. And yeah, I mean, so good. This was a much slower song than any of her previous singles, and so that was different for her. And this is kind of her only slow, like slower tempo single that was ever released. Um, But we definitely got you know, a good rock vibe from this. And it was, I think, a good representation for the first single of what the album uh, to come was going to be. Yeah. And it looked that way as well. Okay. The video though, because we remember the video, it played all the time on Disney Channel. Did you, you went back and watched it? Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, the hair extensions, the the dark extensions, the black and white with just the blue lights. Visually, I remember seeing that and just thinking like, wow, you know, this is a, a music video and getting, I, I have such a soft spot for behind the scenes. And I feel like, you know, nowadays artists release, you know, a music video and then days later, like the behind the scenes of the video, but Hillary did it all in one. Yeah. So it's a mix of kind of a documentary of behind the scenes of her, it would have been her metamorphosis tour actually. And then some uh, live concert. I mean, there's a DVD called learning to fly, which I had, did you have that? Yeah. Oh yes. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. yes. And so you kind of see how that video came together and they had like, they had picked out a bunch of fans to come and do kind of a mock performance uh, for the video. So some of the shots that we see are that. And then we also see, I think, a live performance later where she was uh, actually performing. And I did make a note about her shirt that she's wearing. I never even knew what the shirt said, I don't think. And it says the socialites, I believe. Oh. And I Googled what that was. I didn't really get an answer. Do you have any idea? That looks very like band logo to That's me. That's what I thought, but I didn't find a band called The Socialites. So huh. somebody's probably going to be like, are you serious? You've never heard of The Socialites? I know. <laughs> and that might not even be what it says, but I think that's what it says. Huh. She also, she had on biker gloves and I have said this, I had to have biker gloves because Hillary Duff had biker gloves. Oh yeah. But I didn't have cool biker gloves. They had Velcro on them. I mean, that's it's efficient. Yeah, yeah. But they went for a very smoky eye look in this video. And again, the rock thing, that's definitely what they were going for this time around. I also have to say that in the documentary portion, there's a shot that's showing like where they're driving in Nashville or you see the sign that says Nashville. And I lived near Nashville. I mean, I live in Nashville now, but I lived near Nashville growing up and it was just like, oh my goodness, she was so close to me. That still gets me today, you know, when you see her here you know, that someone was in town or like, you know, performed at this venue. It's just the thought of like, they were here 
and and I'm here. Like we've both been to the same place before, just not at the same time. <laughs> right, right. Quick question: Have you ever seen Hillary in concert? Um, yeah, I think this must have been her first tour. It was 2004, I think, in okay. Denver, Colorado. I mean, this was very like so yesterday uh, flip phone <laughs> era. So my parents bought me you know, bought me tickets and we lived two and a half hours away from Denver. So this was like a thing. And when we got there, my parents told me that the ticket that they had bought me was many rows ahead of them. So like I got to be my, like by myself, like ahead. And I remember, so I had a track phone at the time. Right. And one of the like few features on those was being able to record sound. And I've got still at home i don't even know how i'd get them off of there but like concert recordings of so yesterday metamorphosis stuff and she she sold one of her merch books was you know basically like a photo shoot book everything was just really well designed and how about you no i never did and i never let my parents live it down Uh, well you know what i think about it all the time it will happen again and we will be there. I hope so. I mean, I think she has to. She has to. Someday. Yeah. Someday. No, and I'll be there. I'm not missing it next time. So. Oh, no. <laughs> well, any other thoughts on Fly? The only other thing that I wanted to say was I liked the format of the, the song. It kind of mirrors a little bit of Come Clean, where the lyrics that start out the song finish the song. It's also right there in the Ooh. bridge. Um, so... Another note I have actually about the whole album that I wanted to talk to you about is her voice is a little different on this record compared to Metamorphosis. Like, it's kind of raspy, and I like it. Yep. So a little different. I I imagine this was around a, like, you know, I don't want to be Lizzie anymore. I want to be Hillary. For sure. No, no, no. She was definitely going through that at this time, and she actually recorded it between like Raise Your Voice, The Perfect Man, and being out on the the Metamorphosis tour. So it was a very busy time. They were probably recording like at night. She was probably tired. But whether that had any impact on why it kind of sounds raspier and that sort of thing, I don't know. But I'm I like it. I like how her voice yeah. sounds on this record. So here for it. Okay. Next song is Do You Want Me? I love this song. Dana Dana it's kind of sassy in a way, right? So sassy. It doesn't sound like any of the other songs on the album, but no, it's so good. She's just telling you how it is. And like, this is who I am. Do you want it? Yeah. So it's literally a song of like saying, here are my flaws. Do you still want me? But also on the other, on the flip side, I kind of feel like it's a song about trying to get someone's attention. So eh, I don't know. That's definitely the, the sassy part. Do you want me? Do you? Do you, do you want me? Oh, it's so good. I will read the lyrics here for the chorus again. And it's, um, let's see. And I feel you don't even know I'm alive. I open my mouth because I'm waiting for your love to fall from the sky. And I feel you think I'm out of my mind. And maybe you're scared to be right. But you'll never know till you get me alone. So yeah, so that's the chorus. But really, like, the verses are where you hear, do you want me? Yeah. 
one thing about this song too, and some of these other songs, it's just I can go back to where like I have a memory, a very specific memory of listening to them. And this one, don't know why, but I just think of going to Sonic after school with my mom and getting cheese sticks and a cream slush because I guess we just listened to this song on the way to Sonic and that that's that. Oh my gosh, Sonic. You can't find ice like that anywhere else. Oh my gosh, Sonic Ice is the best. <laughs> All right. Next song is weird, and it's a weird song. It's a weird song. Okay, so I have to tell you, this is one of my favorite songs, A, because it really lives up to its name. It's so strange, but I always really identified with it, mainly for the line. So like a stanza or two in, she says, I like the scar above your lip. and I kid you not, I've got the scar right above my lip that um, when I was younger, I was walking around like my grandparents' house and fell into the window well and like bashed my face on the side and I had to get stitches. So I've got the scar on my lip. Yeah, I have a beard, so I don't really notice it until I, you know, trim it up. But I always really identified that with that. And, you know, as a middle schooler, I was like, oh my gosh, this this is about me. Yeah, she oh literally wrote that about you. Or she sang that about you. Yeah. Uh, it is such a strange song, though. Yeah, I was kind of reading through the lyrics, and it's, I guess it's about liking someone and how weird it is that you pick up on little things about them, and those are the things that you like, and yeah. vice versa, like yeah. how, how they feel about you, too. So, yeah, but strange yeah and that that definitely still does ring true i mean in relationships like those are the you know those are the things that you love people for their little weird idiosyncrasies and um just the little weird quirks people have that's that's what you love yeah no for sure and the chorus here don't you think it's weird weirder than weird that's what you are that's what you want to be what I like about you is what you like about me. Don't you think it's weird? I love it. It's, yeah. How else do you explain that song? It's just so, it's very different. You know, Hillary's songs, especially on the, her first two albums, they're not super straightforward lyrically. Like, And as a kid, you're just not even thinking about it. Like, I did not think about what these songs meant at, you know, 10 years right. old um but now i'm trying to go back for this and like figure out what they are and i'm like uh, okay all right not all of them make perfect sense but but it's fine yeah it's a great listen track number four here is called hideaway oh my word okay love 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 this song and it's very pretty yes and I don't know if you've seen that meme where like it's a little girl, I think, and she's putting her hand in the pool or something. And it's like, when you're a kid, this is what you're doing when you're listening to this song. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that is this song for me. I mean, this is the song that I would sit in the back of the car and like look out the window and imagine the music video for it. And I like I even imagined a whole movie for this song. Like I had characters. I mean, this song was deep for me as, you know, a kid. Yeah. But I don't know what it's about. Like I'm like reading it. I'm reading the lyrics. I'm like, what? Like, I guess it's about trusting someone and being honest but i i really don't care because i love it so much and it's so good yeah 
being yourself and not hiding who you are so that other people can see that and find themselves in you and like it too. Yes, there you go. There you go. Okay, chorus here. Why are we keeping our secrets? Why are we hiding ourselves away? Any way we can hide away. I don't want to fake it. I want to make you believe what I say. I won't let you hide away. These things sound better when they're sung, of course. But. You know what? But as as you're reading them, I mean, I'm sure it's hard for you to read them and not like almost like sing read them. But like as you're reading them, I'm hearing the song. Yeah. Well, it's hard to read them and not like say them rhythmically as the right. song. So. Right. You kind of have to do it monotone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The next song, Mr. James Dean, which Hillary has writing credits on this song, along with Haley, her sister. And yeah, so this is more on the rock side for sure. Yes. I made a note. This is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that makes me a bad fan here. But no. I didn't realize that uh, they had both. That That tells me that this really meant something to her and to them right 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 well and let me just jump in and say that does not make you a bad fan because i think if you are truly a passionate fan about something then you're gonna have to be critical at times so yeah don't yeah. feel that way don't feel that <laughs> way. um but no you're right and we actually see this song on her next album most wanted which was kind of a compilation of her favorite songs and so for sure, you know, I think with her being involved in the writing process, this would definitely have been one of her favorites. It's about kind of not living up to, um, she's talking to a, a boy basically and saying you're never going to be good enough. And she's comparing him to James Dean and she's saying there, there's never going to be another James Dean and you're, you'll never be James Dean. So High standards there. I know, I know. I will read the chorus here. Um, It says, let's see. Another James Dean, you're nothing like him, so don't call me friend, because you're nothing like me. Even when the world stops turning, there will never be another James Dean. You'll never be James Dean. And she is, like, shouting that, by the way. (laughs) She is. So, yeah. And then kind of like do you want me the verses are very calm and slow and then you hit that chorus and it's just like boom yeah it's real in your face there yeah i have to say the bridge here where she's like here we are face to face and she's like same energy oh my gosh yeah i will say that 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 makes you sing along for sure but that's mr james dean i'm proud of hillary for you know being involved in the writing process there underneath this smile this is one of my like not so favorite ones. I mean, do you like this one? Uh, it's not something I I think about when I think of Hillary or this album for sure. Yeah, I I don't really like her vocals on it. I don't really like lyrically. Now I'm kind of like okay, I like where this is going because it's basically it's kind of like a fake smile song. Like it's like yeah. you are putting on a a show faking a smile but on the inside you know things are not so great and it's talking about the person who kind of brings you out of that uh, sadness so I like that lyrically but I definitely didn't listen to this one a lot as a kid Uh, and yeah going back to the raspiness of her her voice this is a very um, low range Mm -hmm. song Mm -hmm. chorus 
Underneath this smile, my world is slowly caving in. All the while, I'm hanging on, because that is all I know. Could you be the one to save me from every bad habit that has helped me dig this hole I've been hiding out for miles underneath this smile? If you told me, okay, Brandon, I'm going to give you some Hillary Duff lyrics and you tell me what comes next. You could read me one of those and I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know what comes next. (laughs) Same here. I just didn't listen to this one much, so I skipped this one. Dangerous to Know is the next track here, and I didn't listen to this one that much either, but listening back to it now, I'm like, okay, I'm not not hating this song. It's very um, teenage. I'm keeping things from someone I like so that I seem interesting or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and again, with the whole slower calm verse and then things pick up in the chorus and are a little bit more you know a little edgier vocally it's kind of you know sloppy's not the right word but the way it's like like the way i feel you know it's all yeah. right still so it's kind of um like she just kind of falls on those lyrics um with her voice definitely a choice <laughs> yeah i'll read the chorus here we go like the way i feel it's all right to still what I need from you, do what I have to do, say what I have to say, go where I have to go, and that's dangerous, dangerous to know. You know, I was just re- listening to this today, and I was doing some work, but right as the chorus came on, uh, it's all right to steal. Like, oh. I took a double take and was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Miss Role Model, Hillary. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can only imagine what my middle school self was thinking of that, too. I just think I skipped this one, honestly. So, oh well. All right. I'm sure it feels like we're kind of rushing through some of these, but there's there's only so much we can say about uh, some of these songs. Yes, there is. But number eight, Who's That Girl? I love this one. Oh, I my note is really like. <laughs> yes. Well, there's a boy that she likes and she's seeing him with another girl. And it's like, why did this girl, you know, take my spot? So... Chorus here. Who's that girl? Where's she from? No, she can't be the one that you want that has stolen my world. It's not real. It's not right. It's my day. It's my night. By the way, who's that girl living my life? Oh, no. Yes, yes, yes. I I do appreciate that still. <laughs> yeah. And the lower notes in that, too. So. Yeah. And there's like a great... Someone made a fan-made video on YouTube for this, like a music video, Ooh. and it's really good. Me saying that, I feel like there are probably going to be some fans who are like, oh yeah, I know which one you're talking about. So Okay, you'll definitely have to send that to me. I'll, I'll look it up and see if I can find it, yeah. Please. So I was saying, as we got started, that even though I felt like maybe this isn't my favorite Hilary Duff album, there are still some of my favorite Hilary Duff songs on it. And number nine is my all-time favorite Hilary Duff song, and it's called Shine. Is it really? It is. And I want to get a tattoo that says Shine if and when I get a tattoo. That's really exciting. Yeah, but this song is, I mean, it's so good. It's a Cara Diaguardi song, and You know what? Cara Diaguardi, I I find that she did a song with Kelly Clarkson, The Sun Will Rise, and mm. that got me through the most, like, the darkest times in college. And I just, I really appreciate her as uh, a songwriter. I mean, obviously, like, she's been such a big part of Hillary's music career. Yes. So, so yeah, love Cara Diaguardi. And I think she lives here in Nashville now. Um, but Shine, this song, like, I just loved it so much as a kid. And I always think of my best friend from 
Kindergarten, who is still my best friend today uh, when I think of this song, because it's about the person in your life who, like, lights everything up, you know, when you're having a bad day. This is the, the person. And so... Yeah, I love it so much. The chorus is, shine, come on and let it shine. Light me up, make me feel alive. You've got what it takes. Shine and only you know how to lift my spirit off the ground and chase those clouds away. Shine on me today. Come on and shine. You know, and then it just goes up and up and up. And it's just like, oh my goodness, Hillary. I don't know if she was actually hitting those notes, but it sounded like it. And <laughs> you know, but still you, you gotta preach it had to come from somewhere. Exactly, exactly. Um this song, less rock, a little more pop, guitar, and same little formula there where it's very calm, very slow, and then picks up at the chorus. And again, where she starts with the uh, the lyrics, everyone knows I'm 10 feet under till you come along. She uh, also ends the song with those same lyrics. So Cara Diaguardi likes to do that. So I have a suggestion then. Um, when and if you get this tattooed, I imagine on the back, the um, or the track listing, Probably oh my gosh, it yeah. The cursive. I need to do that, don't I? Yeah. It should be in that. It should be in that. TBD. TBD. Number 10 is called I Am. And this is by Diane Warren, who is like a legend in the music industry, songwriter. And I think this is one that a lot of people remember. This is one that stands out to me from this album. I remember listening to it and thinking, wow, like Hillary really gets me. Like she knows that. I'm, you know, I'm this, but I'm also this at the same time. And those are totally opposite. Um, But yet she's celebrating my personality as a whole. Yeah. I mean, it is super uplifting and empowering. And I still feel the same way. Like I listen to it. I'm like, yep, yep. I'm this, I'm that. And yep, you're right. Um, I, I just love this. And she has the very low tones in her voice featured in this and, I tend to gravitate gravitate towards female vocalists, but I love when a female vocalist can hit those those low notes. Yeah, yeah. So the chorus, I am special, I am beautiful, I am wonderful and powerful, unstoppable. Sometimes I'm miserable, sometimes I'm pitiful, but that's so typical of all the things I am. The music behind it is so great, too. Um, it's so positive feeling, so, ugh. Yeah, it's not as it doesn't seem as grungy as the album would have you think. No, 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 for sure. Like Shine and I Am are definitely very different. I think those two sound the most like Hillary. Like I think this rock thing was not really the direction that it's it's not the direction that she wound up going for the rest of her career, for sure. Right. Track number eleven. This is the one that the fans seem to love. It's called The Getaway. Are yes. you are you one of those getaway stands? Um, I wouldn't go that far, but I will say that this song makes me want to like uh like sneak out of the house and like get in a car and just drive away in the dark. Yes. Like, <laughs> That's how it makes me feel. I'll just read the chorus just to to give you an idea here, but it's put the pedal down, heading out of town. Gotta make a getaway. The traffic in my brain's driving me insane. This is more than I can take. You tell me that you love me first, then throw your heart into reverse. I gotta make a getaway. And we get a great, like, speak. Uh, she speaks during the the bridge, or or maybe even the, 
the second verse is when she speaks, but Oh yeah. yeah, I keep coming I can't keep coming back to you every time you're in the mood to whisper something sweet in my ear. <laughs> yes. And we love when they when they get Hillary to talk. So <laughs> it's so good. You show up in my rear view mirror. Like, oh gosh. I had a, a boombox in my bathroom and I still to this day love to listen to music in the shower. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just have memories of like screaming to like put the pedal down there it's just in the shower and it just being so loud with all the acoustics and again this is one where the verses are very calm and then when we get to the chorus it just hits lyrically it's just kind of about you know someone who i guess you've been in a relationship with and they can't make up their mind and they're giving you mixed signals and you just want to like get away from them or or maybe you are talking to them not even in a relationship i don't know but the fans love this one. And like I said, they did that campaign to try to get it as a single. And it's just one that I think fans always seem to say that they love. I wouldn't say that it's one of my favorites from the album, but I do like it. So It's it's nice to know that people felt so strongly about it, though. Yeah. You know, if if any of them are listening, I say, let's, let's amp that back up. Mm-hmm. Justice for the getaway. Yeah. Hashtag. The next song here is called Cry. And I remember actually like looking at the track list for this album as a kid and thinking like, wow, these songs really rhyme. Like you had fly, you had cry, you had shine. I was like, wow, she's really rhyming here. I I don't like this song. I'll just be honest. I mean, for a four minute long song, the lyrics are very brief. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's stripped back. This is... It's a lot of cry, like that's what's mentioned a lot here. But yeah, I I don't know. I never listened to this one a lot, and listening to it back, I was like, oh well, I know why I skipped over this one because yeah, I'm just not really loving it. The chorus, let's see, cry at the end, cry because it all begins. Here you are, and so am I, and we cry. Um, I'm on to the next. <laughs> yeah, and sorry to anyone who really loves cry. Number 13 is Haters, and there is so much to say about this song. This there is, is. Yes, this is by Hillary Haley. I just thought I was so bad listening to this song and singing this song about Lindsay Lohan. Like, Oh my gosh. I, so my note here is about Lindsay? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, that's at least what the media um right said right. and they said that rumors by Lindsay was kind of a, a clap back in the track about hillary but this song haters traitors to the human race haters what a drag what a waste i'd like to see them disappear they don't belong anywhere haters and i'm telling you like 10 year old me was singing this to my non-existent haters just full force oh yeah i sang the the different life forms uh bit Different life forms, different species, broken promises and treaties. Talking about exterminating, not the haters, just the hating. Talking about and exterminating. I, <laughs> wow. You don't hear that word in songs. No. This is really punchy. The part where she's like, you say your boyfriend's sweet and kind, but you, you still, still got your, your eyes, eyes on mine. mine. <gasps> your best friend's got her eyes on yours. It all goes on behind closed doors. And it's just like, Hillary. It still stands um, up today. Like, yeah. who who hasn't dealt with those emotions? Yeah. And at that time, we'd never heard anything sort of this, I don't know if controversial is the right word, but it it's a little controversial for Hillary at that time. Yeah. So, you're the queen of superficiality. Keep your lies out of my reality. Oh, my gosh. It's just 
every line. I really appreciate that her and Haley wrote on this as well. Hillary has writing credits on the next song too. It's called Rock This World. This is a headbanger. And I meant to say that Weird is kind of a headbanger too when we were talking about that song, like Bob in Your Head. But this one, I mean, come on, Rock This World. Definitely got a harder sound. The chorus is, rock this world, read my lips and watch them curl. Rock this world, it don't take much to please this girl. I don't need the glitter, don't believe the hype. You might say I'm the simple type, just like any other girl who wants to rock this world. The bridge on this is very interesting, where she's like, people, can you hear me? I want you to come near me. Like, it's so different from the rest of the song, very low. That drew me in when I originally listened to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of electric guitars. Just, I mean, they went for it with the rock sound on this one, for sure. Fifteen. Oh, my gosh. Someone's watching over me. Uh, what is not to like? I know. It's so good. And this is where my story comes in. So you were Ooh. talking about wanting to sing... Um, fly at one point for your for your school but okay so I actually had like a performing art I have a performing arts background is what I like to say well there's video of me singing this song back in the day because whenever I was out doing like all of these little talent they were competitions but they were also just you know concert shows where I would get signed up for but anyway this is the song that I sang for the longest time. And it's it's like the perfect song. It was so perfect. I remember at the time, like, when we were trying to pick out a song for me to, to do for all these things, it was like, can we find a karaoke version of this? And somehow we found one. I do have to say I got so sick of uh, singing it. And I'll talk a little bit more about it on the Raise Your Voice episode because the song is in Raise Your Voice. Oh, yes. And... Oh, it's beautiful. It's it's meaningful. The chorus is, So I won't give up. No, I won't break down. Sooner than it seems, life turns around. And I will be strong, even if it all goes wrong. When I'm standing in the dark, I'll still believe someone's watching over me. And in terms of the movie, yeah, I know, so good. In terms of the movie, it's about Terry Fletcher, who who Hillary plays. It's about her brother. But I think just in life, it's kind of about, you know, your guardian angel, really, or whoever is just kind of, you know, that inspiration in your life. And, like, it's definitely, like, one of her few ballads, like, in her music career. And it stands out. I remember watching footage of the Dignity Tour, and I think she sang an acoustic version of this. She does. It's so, so good. She's in that yellow jacket. Like, oh. Yep. And this was written by Cara Diaguardi. So thank you, Cara. There you go. I feel like I could say much more about that, but it's a beautiful song. Yeah. You got to save some of it for the for the Raise Your Voice. Yes. Yes. Um, the next song is also from Raise Your Voice, which honestly, I'm guessing she recorded these two songs for that movie and then they threw them on the album. Uh, it's called Jericho, which is at the very end of the movie, like almost during the credits. Yeah. When you listen to it, it's kind of referencing like it's got some biblical references to the walls of Jericho the chorus is the walls will tumble the walls will tumble but I'm not gonna cry my heart won't crumble my heart won't crumble if we ever say goodbye and I think it's just about like letting someone go or like being okay with like parting from someone because at the end of the movie they're all about to like leave I could be totally wrong because honestly I don't like listening to this song I'm like wait what is this about I, I don't yeah. know but 
the bridge kind of sticks out to me um, because a lot of the song is saying one more mile to Jericho and the bridge is like one more mile, one more kiss, one more word, one more wish. So yeah, it's cute. It's cute. All right. And then we get to the last song, which is literally called The Last Song. And Haley Duff uh, wrote this song. And it mirrors what was done on Metamorphosis with a song called Inner Strength. Thank you. Yeah, it's like a little interlude, even though there's nothing after this song. But it's short. She speaks. And... I had not listened to this song in years and listened to it for this podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Oh, my note here was uh, country. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that could have been a little preview for uh, all about you. You never know. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I had this written down. Um, so all about you. Oh, I guess same era. Um, I forgot to mention on the last podcast. Uh, this was in uh summer of 2014 hillary was at the marquee nightclub in uh new york city for her single release party for chasing the sun yes and i got a ticket to go it was like 20 bucks and i was like well duh and i remember getting off work around like 10 o'clock or something and showing up you know thinking i was gonna like miss something or like she was so late oh like it must have been like one or two a.m you know and I've never felt like more at home because everybody there was obviously there for one reason. And right. all they played all night was just like her, you know, metamorphosis and just all of that stuff. And then they, uh, Perez Hilton came out and they, they didn't play Chasing the Sun as it is on the album. Mm-hmm. They played some like remix of it. The Dave Ade remix. Um yeah. I remember that night very well. Like I just stayed up and refreshed Twitter trying to see what was going on. So yeah, it was a big night. It was a big night. It was, yeah, it was the first we had like kind of publicly seen her in a music sense in a long time. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. You got to be a part of that though. Oh my gosh. So jealous. I mean, very tired. I don't remember a whole lot of it, but (laughs) I see. I see. Yeah. Worth it. Well, any other thoughts on Hilary Duff, the album? I just, I'm a fan of the artwork. I'm a fan of the visuals there, really. Yeah. What do you think about the self-titled thing? Again, I think that just comes back to a statement of like, this is who I am. You know, I'm not Lizzie. I'm Hilary Duff. No, good point. Good point. Yeah. And I can't really, like, I was trying to think, was there one song that should have been the title? And I don't think so because Rock This World would have made sense if they were trying to say this is going to be more of a rock album but i just hate that as the title i guess visually i feel like that would have worked with you know the color scheme and just the look and feel of everything but yeah i don't think so yeah yeah well we will jump over to most wanted now and obviously a lot of the songs on this album are from previous records it's a compilation album very strange for her to have a compilation album is like her third record but this was released august 16th 2005 do you remember when this came out i remember walmart again that's just i lived i grew up in a small uh country town eastern colorado and the closest like big store was walmart so we drove 30 minutes into into kansas and i remember sitting in the parking lot in the car and just looking at 
the artwork again. And correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm a little confused by this. So we have Hilary Duff Most Wanted. And then I also have the collector's signature edition that came in a box. Yes. No, you're right. There's the collector's signature edition, which has the song Supergirl on it. Okay. So I think I'm remembering like opening up the box and they had like four images of Hillary and like her autograph in that silver marker. But that's all. And I think they had song lyrics or something on the back. If I remember correctly, uh, she had a chihuahua at the time named Chula. Yeah, she did have her chihuahua. Wait, I thought it was named Lola. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's Lola. Lola. I'm thinking of another friend of mine that has one named Chula. Lola. Yeah, Lola's in one of those uh, press images. Yes, she was. And uh, I mean, I did not have the signature box collection edition, but I had the regular version i don't know why i didn't have the the special but anyway so she is so beautiful on this album art oh my god wit i like it's how do you get over you can't get over that i remember just staring at that and like thinking you know now as a gay man just thinking like wow so beautiful hair i mean yes and it's crazy because i think this was around the time that she had like the horse teeth which <sighs> And she's not smiling, so you can't really tell. But um, she looks great, and the lighting is great, and it's just her white background, Hilary Duff, Most Wanted. The uh, the signature collection is like the the eyes, her hazel eyes are kind of, um, and then the black. But but yeah, beautiful, beautiful. My favorite image, um, and I think you mentioned this, that you originally didn't like it, but my favorite image was the one... Uh, she's in a white top and she's got one earring in. It's a long dangly one, but she's got like shark's tooth or something on one of them. I really liked the the asymmetry of that. But it's just a lot of like the beautiful over the shoulder shots. And I mean, she just looks stunning here. And she was only 18. No, she wouldn't have been 18 yet. Oh yeah, just barely. Yeah, just barely. My little story here about most wanted and and getting the album. So I was about to have sinus surgery the day after this came out. And I know that's like kind of gross, but anyway, (laughs) I wanted the album and my mom was like, well, you'll have to wait and maybe you'll get it as a, you know, a get well gift or something. And I was just like, no, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. How are you going to make me wait? No. And my mom surprised me the night before the surgery and she gave it to me. So I listened to it on my boombox in my bedroom. And then the next morning on the way to surgery, I like listened to it. And, you know, that just made everything better. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Hollywood Records, it's a compilation album. There are three new songs and she wrote them with her man at the time, Joel Madden, Benji Madden from Good Charlotte, and then a guy, a songwriter, Jason Epperson. And those three guys together made up a group called Dead Executives. So just wanted to give them a little shout out. And yeah, and I don't think we mentioned this, but the the tour that followed Hilary Duff, that album, was called Most Wanted. And it was like her first big world tour. So it's interesting that they decided to name her album that as well and then she went on the uh, the still most wanted tour 
for uh, for this this record. And oh my goodness, I mean, this was a crazy crazy world tour. Uh, the first one was July two thousand four to January two thousand five, and then this the still most wanted tour was uh, July two thousand five to May two thousand six, and she went to. Well, obviously the U.S., Canada, Australia, England, Ireland, Scotland, France, Spain, Netherlands, Italy, India, and Mexico. Like she went everywhere, and uh, a lot of arenas for those tours, a lot of sold-out shows. I mean, those were like her big, big tours, and I feel like this was just such a high point in her music career. Yeah, like when Most Wanted came out, and it did debut at number one, stayed there for two weeks. It is certified platinum, and yeah, we got to talk about the bop that is Wake Up, because that was the first single. Mm. This song is so good, and it's my favorite of her, like, singles, for sure. Yeah. Wake Up in particular. Like, when I think of this song, to me, it feels so Hillary. Like, obviously, this is one of the first songs that she, you know, had a huge part in writing, We have heard her say in interviews before that, like, for the three songs that were on this album that were new, she, like, went away and did them with, you know, Joel and those guys. And then she took them to the record label. And she's like, here are the songs I've been working on. So it was the first time that she really, like, took charge. And I think you can kind of see that. Like, it's like there was a shift almost. And she took control of her her music career, I feel like. Um, I mean, the music videos were so great. And then, of course, Dignity That Follows was amazing. But focusing on Wake Up for a second, it was the lead single. It peaked at number 29 on the Hot 100, which was one of her highest uh, peaks on that chart. Uh, only second to With Love. And this was a very different song for her. It was more dance. It was electro pop. And it's about having fun. Like, it's just so, so good. And I love it. Do you have a favorite um, city look from the video? Oh, yeah. Well, I was actually going to talk to you about that because she has an iconic music video. And my favorite city look would probably be like the Paris, like the little beret that she wears oh yeah i think mine is pro- it's a toss-up between what i'm assuming is the new york the kind of grungy darker look and mm-hmm. i love the to- the tokyo look yeah the little black bob wig mm, the bob yeah. um that she brings back later for with love you're right yeah so the chorus is wake up wake up on a saturday night could be new york maybe hollywood and vine London, Paris, maybe Tokyo. There's something going on anywhere I go tonight, tonight. Yeah, tonight. How can you not like just hear those? It's like hearing a picture. Like if you saw those words in a picture, you just hear the video. I mean, it was a hit. It was a hit for sure. I definitely think that people use those locations a lot too. Like I see a lot of her fans who will put that in like their bio or their location will be London, Paris, maybe Tokyo. Yeah. Um, so it's so good. It's iconic. That's the word, the word that gets used all the time because it's just what Hillary is. Yeah. Um, talking more about the music video when it starts you see Hillary like you see her eyes open she's waking up and then we see her in her bedroom and she's kind of making this statement just about how um, there's people talking they talk about me and they think they know everything but they don't know anything about me and I feel like that was her saying to people like 
you have this preconceived image about me as like this super good girl. And it, she's always said she she was a good girl. She is a good girl. But there's more layers to her than that. And so to me, that's what that feels like. And she's like, yeah. give me a dance floor. Give me a DJ. And then we get to see her kind of let loose. Um, like I said, very dance, electro pop, a little preview of what was to come with Dignity. And I love this song so much. It's just... I think it's pure Hillary, honestly. Yeah. One of her biggest hits. Ugh, I hate to even move on from it. I mean, other than that, like the video, it's like you were talking about the different looks and we do get, what do we get? Like four different looks, I think. Yeah, we've got a Paris, um, I'd say like a London-ish. I don't know if that scarf is what that's referring to. Maybe not. Yeah, we've got a Tokyo, a Paris, um, a New York, I also love when they're in the limo and she's like going around or in the car and she's like in the backseat with her friends. So, and you see her in, in different looks there too. Yeah. Yeah. She's just having a good time. All right. Um, I will mention the songs or the track list here, just going down. So first song was wake up. Second song was the getaway. Then the third song is called beat of my heart, which is another new one. Also a single one that she wrote with, the dead executives and this is very like electronic very different but i also love this song this is another one of my um my go-tos i love how it starts with like a heartbeat and the song is called beat of my heart yeah and the music video starts that way the music video well i was kind of reading up on it and it's kind of an homage to like the james bond opening titles and the bond girls but it's like this glass set and it's just it's so pretty like oh it's so good it is very pretty it's it's so the visuals both physical and you know in post just mesh really well together Mm mm-hmm And she's, like, performing the song. Like, Wake Up, you know, you have more of, like, a little story where she's going out for the night. But then in this, she's actually, like, performing the song. And like I said, everything's glass. And I love that little chair that she spins around in. Oh, yeah. That's very uh, Glinda the Good Witch. Yeah. Very repetitive in this song. I mean, she says, beat of my heart, a ton. (laughs) Um, Away, away, a ton. the, The away, away part is the only part where I'm like, I don't know if I really like this part. Yeah, I, I find myself going to that wondering, I, I'm not sure I've ever heard this song live, and I wonder why. Well, she um. she did it on, I think she did it on the American Music Awards live, and it's a great performance. Now, now live, I use that term loosely. But but it's actually a neat performance, and she, like, steps over these guys, the dancers, and I think she even is in a little chair at one point, like we were talking about from the video. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I always really appreciate when live performances mimic the video in Mm -hmm. some way. And the Dignity Tour live concert DVD video, whatever, there's also an album of that tour. She does that live, and, you know... If you listen to that particular song, you get a bit of her live vocals. Like, it could be the backtrack, but I think if you listen to it, you're like, oh, wait, that actually sounds like her. She's breathing, like, heavily, like she would be running around on stage. So that song in particular is one on the Dignity uh, well, you know, concert video. Well, I certainly video. stand 
corrected about not hearing it live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, and I really briefly will say when Breathe In, Breathe Out came out and I was listening to it with my boyfriend, we really appreciated the fact that, like, it sounds like Hillary. Like, mm-hmm. we, know, we know her voice and Breathe In, Breathe Out just really sounds like her. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It does. The lyrics, I'm not going to even do the chorus lyrics because it's literally just the beat of my heart, the beat of my heart. But it's kind of about you break up with someone and then this is the aftermath. But but in a different way, it's like how you feel when you start to like come out of that aftermath. You know, it's like you're waking back up to the beat of your heart and uh, you're getting over that person. At least that's how I interpret it. But yes. Yeah. A good one. Very electronic. Very different. Ooh, can I say one of my favorite visual parts in really any of her videos i even wrote down the timestamp. what is this beat in my heart 231 so she's got you know the long extensions it's right when we go like towards the end but she's got this like black kind of like sheer sleeves um but black dress on she's just got this i don't know just kind of this hair flip that i've always really appreciated you know the fans in front of her um but i really love the hair extensions in that in that part and that's Probably my favorite part of that particular video. Her horse teeth are a little noticeable in that video, too. Yeah. More so than Wake Up. Moving on down the list here for the the album, Come Clean. We had a remix of that. We had Mr. James Dean, So Yesterday, Metamorphosis, Rock This World. And we get another new song here called Break My Heart, which is like, beat of my heart, break my heart. Okay. All right. Fine. Yep. Um, and this is, you know, kind of a dancey breakup song and it's a little more rock than beat of my heart, but yeah, I think I've always really liked kind of a, um, a song with a bite and, uh, this kind of does it for me. I was saying it has kind of a a rock vibe and it is a little edgier, but it's also super sweet. Yeah. Just sweet, but the message kind of gets across too. She also wrote this with Benji and Joel. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The chorus is pretty simple. It's, why don't you break my heart, watch me fall apart. You see, I'm falling apart. Look what you're doing to me. I like the bridge, which is kind of just a repeat of the chorus, but you definitely hear that. um, It's not raspy, but it's that thing that she does with her voice where it's almost she's singing, but there's a little bit of like speaking going on there. We hear it a lot in Breathe In, Breathe Out, but her voice just kind of... I don't know how to even describe that, but do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit more uh, talky. Yeah, I don't know how she does that with her voice, but I like it. I like it. Yeah, talent. Yeah. Okay, um, the rest of the album, track number 10 is Fly, 11, Girl Can Rock, which was a single that came out uh, after Metamorphosis. We can talk about that one for a second. Also kind of a statement song, you know, it's... Female empowerment. I mean, Hillary was into that ahead of its time. Yeah, I wrote a note here ahead of the times. So, of course, she had the DVD, the concert DVD named after that song, too. Yes. So, uh, rounding out the album here, Our Lips Are Sealed, Hillary and Haley, also on the Cinderella Story soundtrack. Love it. It's nice to, like, see them together. Yeah. You know, in a video. That was fun. It's originally a song by the Go-Go's, and I know that they kind of paid tribute to the original video and from the 80s, and, like, they wound up in a fountain at the end, and, of course, they're, like, driving around, and Hillary throw the pickles on the window of those guys' cars, and... Yeah. 
it's just, it's fun. It's super fun. And then they have that whole performance uh, sequence where they're like sharing a microphone and it's just so good. You've got the water on the symbols and the, mm-hmm. the the pink neon sign in the back. Oh my goodness. They killed it. They killed it. Um, the last track, number 13, is Why Not? And it's a remix from the Liz McGuire movie soundtrack. So, so good. The most wanted album, number one, platinum, super iconic. I know people remember that one for sure. Yeah. I can't believe she got away with releasing a compilation album as her third album and it went number one, like Hillary. I mean, the most wanted title is certainly a testament to that. Very true. Very true. Oh, we didn't talk about Supergirl. Did you listen to that on the Signature Edition? Um, yes. I'm Supergirl. Haven't you heard? I'm Supergirl. You don't want to mess with me. I got your back. I know your every move. And I got everything you'll ever need. Yep. Other Kara. I think I remember that her 18th birthday party, or her, her, yeah, her 18th birthday, which would have been shortly after this, they had like a Supergirl, like the red carpet said Supergirl. Hold on, I'm about to look that up. Hold on. Yeah, so her 18th birthday, the red carpet, if you look that up, they have um, like a backsplash of the special edition of Most Wanted. Like her eyes are in that. Um, yeah, and her little red outfit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Any other thoughts before we do our Remember When segment? I appreciate the album for what it was and what it gave us and... Congrats on the success, Hillary. This was definitely like the height of her music career for sure. Yes. We're going to end things today with a Remember When segment, Brandon. And for you, I have picked out her iconic PSA, That's So Gay. So, Brandon, do you remember when Hillary ended homophobia? Single-handedly, yes. Okay. I mean, as a gay man, I really appreciated Hillary taking taking a stand. Yeah. Um, And definitely early on, too. This wasn't, you know, this wasn't last year or anything. No, this was 2009 or 2008. Yeah. Yeah. And... You know, you just hope that the people you look up to, you know, have similar values as you or, or, you know, stand up for, for what's right. Yeah. And to, to see her do that really, really hit home. And she is a gay icon. Let's be honest. Easy. Easy. I cannot remember the last time I've heard someone say like, that's so gay, you know, because growing up, like it was always a thing. Yeah, I do remember in, I guess, middle school or something that's, you, you heard that when people referred to something as, as being bad or something mm-hmm. that they didn't like or thought was weird and like that it, it hurts, you know, and you're right. You don't really hear that. Right. So we have Hillary Duff to thank, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll give her that credit, honestly. Yeah. I remember when I first started seeing that come across Twitter, I was like, that is a bold statement, but I'm going to stand behind it. Absolutely. All right. um, Just to talk about what the PSA is. So Think Before You Speak was the campaign. And in the commercial, so it starts with two girls and they're shopping and they're trying on tops. And one girl's like, do you like this top? And the other girl says, it's so gay. And Hillary... She's back there minding her own business, shopping on her own, but eavesdropping. Yeah, so Hillary's like, 
you know, you really shouldn't say that. And the girls kind of look back and they get all excited because, oh, it's Hillary Duff. This is the best moment ever. Hillary's like, what if every time something was bad, everybody said, that's so girl wearing a skirt as a top. The girl's like, you're right. Yeah, her, her friend is like, oh, you are. Yeah. And, and Hillary goes, those are cute jeans, though. Uh-huh. Yep. And then we hear at the very end, she's like, when you say that's so gay, do you know what you mean? Or, or is that what it is? Uh, when you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Yeah, knock it off. Um, it's just so good. It's so great. It is. Um, I, I think I was telling you earlier. So um, recently I, I, I watched a video where... I, I think it was during the breathe in, breathe out um, promo mm-hmm. tour stuff. Um, someone asked her about it and she was still very much like, you know, that was important, an important thing to do then. And we still have work to do now, but it's obviously something she believes in and stands behind. And I think that really solidified uh, some fans for her. Super proud of her for doing that. And I love that it's just gotten so much attention on Twitter in recent years. And shout out to you, Hillary. Well, Brandon Penny, thanks so much for being on Duff Enough again. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was, I mean, how often do I get to get to gush about this kind of stuff? Right, right. All right. Well, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. And that's all for this episode of Duff Enough. Thanks again for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and stick around for more because this podcast is what dreams are made of. You can follow along on social media at Duff Enough Pod and check the description for my socials as well as show guests. And until next time, bye Team Duff. Bye.